Hi, Don here. Welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. Um, I'm going to do a, a deep dive today into uh, biopsies. And, and this is something that uh, recently there was a master class that we did. And, and I want to teach and kind of go over uh, some of the, the things that have helped me in private practice when with doing biopsies. And uh, that might be beneficial to you. So I'm going to teach you kind of um, the best techniques that have worked for me, um, how you can increase the number of biopsies, um, how to make it easier in your practice, how to kind of explain it to your patients, and uh, kind of why to, to do biopsies. Um, really, why this matters to most of the people that are listening uh, are because we want to avoid the litigation. And I think that's the reason for many times that we go to these uh, conferences and they they we might have to, let's say, a PICA uh, talk on biopsies, or someone else is doing a, a talk on biopsies to prevent uh, any litigation due to cancer and other things like that that might see on the foot. Um, but that's not the only benefit. I, I think the other benefit is to really find out what's going on. And a lot of these skin problems that we see in our office, um, we just kind of assume that they're going to get better or they don't bother our patients and they're not getting better and they're just staying about the same. So those are uh, some of the other benefits. Also, uh, financially, by doing biopsies, it can make our, our practice a lot more profitable as well. You can get better outcomes for your patient. Um, unfortunately, when I when I first started and, and I was doing uh, hardly any biopsies, I, it, I didn't have a really good system. And I think the reason I failed, and I'm not sure why, why you guys aren't doing as many biopsies, uh, but it, it was because it wasn't an easy kind of slick process. And I'm going to explain about like, what's the best way of doing biopsies, just in my opinion, what works best for me. And maybe that'll make it easier for you to do it. And so my, my whole premise here is, you know, biopsies can be easy. You shouldn't really have to think that much. It shouldn't take you any time to really do it. And that's what I'm going to go over today. So let's first uh, talk about uh, biopsies. Okay. What are we going to use biopsies for? Um, I want to keep it real simple. I'm going to start with talking about punch biopsies. I would say about 90% of the time I'm doing punch biopsies. If we have time, I'm going to go a little bit over, let's say maybe like a, a nail biopsy, which is the second most common, common thing that I do. So punch biopsies, to keep it real simple, the way I learned it, I do two uh, two millimeter punch biopsies. The main reason I like to do two two millimeters is because I don't have to do a suture. Uh, anything over three, what I was taught is you have to use a suture and it just slows down the whole process. I like uh, the idea of getting two different parts uh, of the same lesion and it's simple. I put a little gauze and a little band-aid over it and it makes it really easy to do. But even before we get into the, to the type of biopsy, let's go into kind of the conversation we have with our patients. So our patients are coming into the office they, they don't think that they're going to be getting a biopsy there. It's not even on their radar. They just think they have a skin condition. They're not sure what it is. And they want you to tell, tell them what it is. How many times have we had patients come into our office and, and they say, you know, doctor, can't you just tell me that that's fungus just by looking at it? Well, a lot of times we can't, we can't just look at the skin. We can't just look at the nail and determine that it is a fungus. We have to take a sample, right? Everyone and everyone, uh, a lot of dermatologists, that's the way they do it. Uh, and many times when we're treating something, we think it's a fungus, let's say in the nail, uh, and it comes back as maybe just something due to trauma or a bacterial infection or some other type of infection that can affect the nail or the skin. 
So the first premise is when a patient comes in, now what are the most common things that I'm doing biopsies for? I am not, I want to be clear, I'm not biopsying every, every wart that comes in. I am not biopsying every ulcer that comes in. Um, what, I, what I normally do for it is I, I will take a skin sample if it's like a tinea pedis or if it's uh, something that I think is tinea or if it's something that's an eczema or something that just isn't getting better that kind of looks different on the top of the skin uh, or the uh, on, the, on the skin and I will, I will do a biopsy. And, I'll, and when the patient comes in, they're not sure that they're gonna get a biopsy. And so a lot of what, what's gotten better over time is, is my explanation. So when I, when I see a patient, I'll, I'll say, you know, Mrs. Jones, I'm not sure what that is. I have some good estimations, but I'm, I'm really not sure what it is or what's the best way to treat it. I can try things, but what I found that works the best is I can just take a little skin sample. Now, the word that I use for them is I say, I'm going to take a little skin sample. I don't say I'm going to take a biopsy because when patients think of biopsy, they think of cancer. And I don't, I don't want to bring up that connotation. So I, I say, I'm just going to take a little, little skin sample today and see what's wrong. Okay. And usually they're okay with that. And so what I do then is I have these little buttons in my rooms where I call my staff and I just tell my staff, I, I, I need a, uh, I need a consent for doing a, a biopsy. And then I need one CC of Lido with Epi. And, and that, that's all I ask for. And so my staff gets me the consent, uh, the patient, uh, and the, it's already pre-filled out. My, my staff has this consent paperwork. I'd like any other consent that you're doing. Um, some offices don't even do consents. I, I do consent. And I just say, you know, where I'm going to be doing, doing a biopsy. Um, and then I say, what are the risks? Well, risks could be slow healing, could be infection, you know, things like that, the typical things you would put in your, in your, in your consents. And then I give that to the patient, uh, they sign it, but usually before, okay, I I'm actually, uh, they're already numbed up. So they, they usually bring in for me, um, I one CC of Lido with Epi and I, I tend to like Lido with Epi wherever it is. Uh, even, even if it's a healthy person, even in a little bit in, in the toe, if it's needed, um, I'll put a little Lido with Epi and, uh, not even usually the whole CC. I'll just go right underneath the lesion and I'll create a little wheel. It'll, it'll create that blanching color. And, and literally it takes 30 seconds for it to numb. You don't even have to go out of the treatment room and come back in. The reason to go out and come back in is if you have another patient to see and you want your staff to get the consent. Uh, but usually I'm, I, as I'm, I, I numb it up with the one CC lighter with Epi. This is kind of like my, my process. And while it's numbing up, I'm actually getting out of my bottom drawer, my uh, formalin container and I have a two millimeter punch biopsies in there and I pull those out and I usually pull out a little gauze with a couple of band-aids and I just pull out one side of the band-aid to make it easier to stick. And so by the time I inject them, I can take those two little samples and I, I'm really careful uh, of handling the tissue. So not to, not to squeeze it and break it. Uh, and I use usually like a, something to do like a uh, tissue, a tissue nipper to, to take out the bottom, to get as low as I can go. And I'll put those two specimens in the specimen container. And I will do an order within my medical record, uh, under whatever I kind of think it is. And I'll send it out to the dermatopathologist to evaluate. It doesn't really matter where you're sending it, who your lab is. Um, but I find having that process of having the two millimeter punches in there and, um, also having the staff ready and able to give you the one CC with Lido with Epi, it makes the process a lot faster. And then I take it, take these little, two little pieces and I put a little uh, Band-Aid and uh, actually a little gauze and two pieces of uh, two Band-Aids over it to keep it on. And I have them keep it on for two or three days. And then my staff, they bring in, I have a little um, handout that I give them 
of how to take care of it after the biopsy. So everything is really quick. It, it really only takes me about one minute uh, to do a biopsy in, in the in the treatment room. And that, that, and then there's no like questions. It's just, you kind of say, you're going to do it, you numb them up. And by the time it's numbed up, like it's, they find it, it's really no big deal. It's really not a big deal. I know when I was originally taught, I was also concerned about making a big deal about it with patients. And I, I don't make a big deal until I get the results back. And then based on the results, if it is a big deal, for example, if it is a melanoma or if it is a carcinoma or something else like that, then I'll, I'll take that into play and I will uh, I'll, I'll do the appropriate referral if, if indicated or recommend excising the, the lesion or something else like that. So that is my whole process. So the, the things that all I do is I ask my staff for the lido with epi and the consent, and then I do it and my staff does everything else. They send things out. They give them the, the post biopsy instructions. So it's a really slick process. It shouldn't have to take uh, too long. And I, and I tend to do um, many, many biopsies for, for skin conditions. I tend not to do it for a porokeratoma or a callus or a wart. But if things are slow to heal and I'm concerned, uh, then I, I can also biopsy like an ulcer or something else that, that they come in with. So that's uh, the idea of all the soft tissues. There, uh, another type of biopsy that can be done is when I'm aspirating, for example, for a soft tissue mass. Um, this is something I didn't know, but what you can do is when you're, when you're aspirating and you try to get out the, the stuff inside the mass and you can't. So I usually do this ultrasound guidance. I the ultrasound, I'll see the mass. I'll try to suck it out with the, with the, with the needle, with the, like an 18 gauge needle after it's, I numb it up a little bit. Then I, I, I aspirate it. I can't get that out. What you can do is you can take that 18 gauge needle and you, you pull up a little formalin and you push it back in. And then you can send that out as a biopsy. If you're concerned that there's something else going on with that lesion, I don't do that a ton, but that that's something else that is available. Um, and then finally uh, talking about nail biopsies, that's kind of a, that was a kind of the tricky, tricky thing. Um, there are all these uh, different types of uh, biopsies that can be for nails. Um, I, I went a couple of times to Dermfoot and I really enjoyed that conference. If you haven't been to that conference, it's a great conference. It really helps you to, to understand all the different ways of biopsying. Uh, but for toenails, for example, if it's just a, a hematoma underneath the toenail, I'm not going to do a biopsy. But if the patient has a little dark discoloration, maybe it's, it's, there's a, it's going onto the skin, I will, I will biopsy that nail. Um, what I find lately has been working the best is doing a three millimeter punch biopsy into the nail bed. Okay. That's how I do it. I, I kind of numb up the whole toe, just like you're doing a digital block. I will take the, the, the three millimeter punch. I'll punch it down in there, take out the nail, take out uh, the area of the skin. And I will send that sometimes with that, it can be a little bit tricky when you're, when you're pushing down your, your, your punch biopsy, you have to kind of tilt it to the side to get that skin. Uh, very rarely do I avulse the total nail in order to do that. There is something else called a tangential biopsy, which which is a shave biopsy. So you take off or push back the whole nail, and then the area of dark discoloration, you do a shave, a really, really like a really, really thin shave, and you send that out uh, to the dermatopathologist. That's another way of doing it. I haven't done that that many times. I find the punch a little bit easier. And I haven't had any uh, nail growth issues after it, like whether or not it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a, a a crack in the nail or the nail is not going to grow back. I haven't had that yet, but that's the type of uh, nail biopsy. I do not do a ton of nail biopsies. I, I think that's kind of getting you in trouble. I don't do every nail sample uh, as a nail biopsy. I, I do many nail samples, pretty much everyone that comes in with possible nail fungus. I will do a nail 
nail sample to verify if it's a, if they're concerned about fungus and I'm going to put them on oral lamisil, I'm going to take a nail sample. I, I always see my patients for biopsies uh, back in two weeks. Sometimes for my nail samples, I don't. For a nail sample, I'm just going to go over the, the treatment options over the phone or my staff is going to go over the treatment options. Um, I used to do them at two weeks, but it, it didn't really, I was just going over the results and I would tell them what were the treatment options even before. So it was kind of a waste of a visit. So I'm not, I'm not tending to do that uh, for my biopsies. Um, I find that biopsies are, are, are helpful for the practice. It, it helps you to really make the appropriate diagnosis many times, especially with um, like eczemas or psoriasis. And for the most part, I'm tending to use many more uh, steroids topical topically uh, based on the biopsy results. And I also have a good relationship. I would recommend having this with uh, the, the, the person reading the biopsy, like the dermatopathologist. That's something important to call them up and ask for different questions. For example, I had a patient recently, she had uh, dark skin and she had uh, around the, the sides of the foot, she had this dark, dark discoloration and callusing. And I did some biopsies. I wasn't, I wasn't really sure what it was. It came back just as fibrosis or hardness of the skin. And I think it was just like a callusing and she was being overly aggressive, rubbing with a pumice stone. And I called up the dermatopathologist and I could get him on the phone. And he, he had seen these before as well. Um, and he just kind of confirmed with that. Now the patient didn't agree with that, that, that was just her skin, the dark discoloration of her skin that she had. And she was going to have the, the two-tone color, kind of like a darker color uh, on, on one part of the foot and a lighter color on the other fight, uh, part of the foot. She didn't really agree with that, but um, that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. So with that patient, and then, so the first one would be to have a relationship with the dermatopathologist that you can ask questions. And the second thing would be to have a dermatologist in your community. So I have a, a very a, a good friend. She's a dermatologist. And she's able to help me out. So there's certain patients that are just not getting better and I'm not sure what's going on. And I can send uh, the patients to her for a second opinion to kind of get their, get help with something. And I can sometimes send her pictures. We can talk about cases. And I think that's something else. If you want to do a lot of uh, biopsies and dermatology, it can be, can be helpful for your practice. So those are a, a couple of, a couple of things um, that you might find beneficial uh, in terms of doing biopsies. So my, my final thoughts are, you know, doing biopsies should be something easy. Uh, it should be, you know, help your practice financially as well. I, we talked a little bit about the billing. I do mostly two millimeter punches and otherwise I'll do some nail biopsies and occasionally I'll do a shave or an aspiration, but very, very rarely the majority are these other types. So if you guys found this uh, beneficial, this kind of new format um, for uh, podiatry practice mastery, let me know if you like it. I'd love to hear back. Uh, my email is don at podiatrypracticemastery.com. And also uh, I am on my on my on that website, Podiatry Practice Mastery, I'm putting together some master classes where we can kind of go in depth, uh, looking at a different class once a month uh, to kind of have a deep dive. And one of them will be on biopsies. One of them are going to be on uh, different types of topics that we can go over. Uh, so once again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk more until next time. Okay, thanks.